Welcome to Shadow Work. What the fuck? If you've been thinking, uh, what the fuck is Shadow Work and how does it help me? You're in the right place. This is your go to podcast that will answer all your questions as well as give you the tools to dig into your shadow so you can set yourself free from the bullshit holding you back and finally start manifesting that juicy as fuck life I know you've been dreaming of. I'm your host, Caitlin Hosking, the shadow work queen and coach to fierce as fuck women who want to heal their shit so they can drop the self sabotage and take control of their futures. I know shadow work can feel a little bit scary, so if you're new here, don't stress. I'm here to demystify the spook and bring some fun to the heavy. So get ready to learn, cry, laugh, and finally understand why the fuck you do what you do so you can quit playing small and start manifesting those big dreams. So without any further ado, let's jump into this episode. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Shadow Work What The Fuck. And welcome back me to Shadow Work What The Fuck. Oh gosh, it has been a ride. It has been a ride the last, I think it's four months, four and a half months or something like that since I last recorded an episode. And I just firstly want to say I'm so proud of myself for just honoring the fact that I just had to take more space and that now coming back, I feel really excited. I feel really invigorated by doing this again and sharing more. And I have a few announcements to share with you about the podcast and what's going to be changing moving forward because one of my biggest intentions for this year is to build this community. I have had over 50,000 of you listen to this podcast in the last year and that is so, so special. And when I looked up, I think I looked up like the best shadow work podcast in the world and mine was like ranked number three. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I feel like so honored and so grateful that so many of you have listened and tuned in and appreciated the way that I I deliver because, you know, I know that I can be really to the point and I can be blunt and I can be all of those things, but I do it with such love and reverence because I want you to get a result. I want things to change for you. I want you to understand yourself and have more compassion and have more emotional intelligence and ability to move forward in your life and and create what you want. And so I am so grateful for that. And what I really want for this year is to keep building that community and keep building our interactions. And so I have a lot of you who do reach out to me on Instagram and share what you're learning from the podcast and how much it's helping you. And I love that. Like that is just so like when I get those messages or I see you guys posting and tagging me, I just feel so excited and lit up by that. And I want to take it a layer deeper. And so what I want to do and what I've created is a Google Doc, no, a Google form. And what you can do on there is now start putting your questions. And so if you have a question for me or you want some advice on something that's happening in your life or you've listened to an episode and you're like, oh, I'm not sure about this, or I'd like to know more about this, or how does this apply to this? Um, If there's like a topic request or a guest request, or you want to ask me anything about my life and what I'm navigating, then that is your place to do it. And the whole thing is anonymous. So you can just ask away and you don't have to worry about like anyone knowing it's you, I won't know it's you, um, all of those things. And there's, once you go into it, so I'm going to drop it into the show notes, but all you have to do is like click on it. The first page I want you to read through, please. And there is a disclaimer because none of this advice is replacement for, you know, psychologists or medical help or anything like that. 
when I'm giving advice and I'm sharing all of this information, it is from what I've learned in my own personal journey, what I've learned from my degree, what I've learned from, you know, just, just life and reading and all of that. However, I'm not a registered psychologist. And so it is not a replacement for that therapy or anything like, anything like that. But if you're wanting to hear you know, what's worked for me and what I've done with clients and all of that. And you want to hear it to help your situation. Maybe there's stuff coming up in your relationship or your love life. Maybe there's things coming up with your healing journey and you're just feeling stuck. Maybe there's things coming up with money or business or visibility or whatever, right? And you're just like, oh, I just, I just want to ask someone that because I know how valuable it is to have someone answer based on like our specific thing. And so if that feels like fun for you and juicy for you and and you love that and you're just like, oh my gosh, I, I really want to ask like someone questions, then you can go to the show notes, you can click on that form and you can just pop it in there. You can ask as many questions as you like at this stage. There is no, there's no cap, there probably never will be. And that's just because I want to keep it like, you know, the episodes from here, they're going to shift, right? And so I want it to be more of that question and answer, um, us getting, you know, me getting to know you guys and what's going on for you and really curating the podcast to serve you. Because what I found last year was I, I would just do the episodes very much based on, okay, well, what's been coming up for me? And you know, what have I navigated and what do I know about? And, you know, I, I'm picking things that I do know about and that I have navigated before and all of those things. And that's helpful. And, you know, it's been helpful for you guys. And that's the feedback I've had. But I want to make it more about you. Yeah. And I don't see many places in the Internet or podcast world where this is an opportunity. And I was actually this is funny because this is where it came through was I was doing this really beautiful embodiment Uh, wealth embodiment with Victoria Washington. So Victoria Washington is the director owner of the House of We or Wealth Embodiment, House of Wealth Embodiment. And I have really been focusing on that this year because I'll get to it actually. I'm going to, I'm going to come back to that. But anyway, I'm doing this wealth embodiment thing. (laughs) And so what she said at the end of it was like, I can't remember exactly. I'm actually going to get it up because it was really good, but it was like, let oh no, I wrote it in my diary and I'm on my computer. Here we go. What was it? It was like, God used me as a vehicle of wealth. And so what she said when she actually said to like use that prompt was just let God or universe or whatever you want to call it move through you. Like how does, how does the greater purpose want to use you as a vehicle of of giving and receiving. And so in my business, like I love to like give and help and do all those things. And I also love to receive for myself. And I know that the wealthier that I become, the more I can give. And so what I opened myself to was tell me how you want me to give more. And I was like, I'm just going to leave it at that. And so I got up and I started getting ready because I felt like straightening my hair and, you know, looking pretty <laughs> as for my first podcast back. Um, side note, guys, my hair is so fucking long. It's like way past my boobies. And that's like my definition of long hair. <laughs> it's like when it covers your nipples. Um, anyway, <laughs> so 
I was, yeah, I was getting ready and it just dropped in. It was just like Q&A advice, Colin, open it up, give them, an, give them a place specifically that they can just go from the podcast straight in, ask a question, especially why it's fresh, especially why you're listening. Yeah, because that's like sometimes that's when the most questions come up because, you know, I've asked on Instagram and I get questions there and all of that. But I know it's like when I'm listening to a podcast or I'm looking for a certain topic and, you know, you've come across it and then you're like, oh, oh, yeah, that question or I'm really I'm lost with this right now or whatever it is. We're generally listening to a podcast for a reason. And so this is your opportunity to to use that. And maybe you save it in your phone notes, that link. And if something pops up during the week and you're like, I'd love to ask Caitlin this, then that's there for you. Okay, that's there for you guys to use. So that is the biggest change that's happening to this podcast um, to start with. And the other things that will be changing and happening is I'm definitely bringing in more guests. I got lots of feedback on how much you guys love having guests and us just getting to to talk about things and to talk about what we're moving through and for them to bring their expertise. And so I already have a couple of guests lined up that I'm really excited for you guys about. And the people that I will be interviewing, as always, are people that I feel are very embodied in their work. And I am a little bit picky sometimes <laughs> because, you know, I... I can see a lot of the time in this industry that it's just like that kind of people are kind of regurgitating information and look, we all start somewhere. And so there's nothing wrong with that. But the level that I want to bring you guys is like these people are experts, not just because they know it, but because they fucking know it in their soul. Like they live and they breathe and it like sweats out of their pores kind of know it. (laughs) It's really, really visual. Um, And so they're the people that... I'll be bringing in. And the other thing I'm going to do is like some collaborative episodes with one of my really good friends and one of my old mentors in this industry. And she's been on this podcast twice before already, but we're going to do like fun free flow episodes where we're just going to talk about whatever comes up. And I know that whenever me and her chat, like we have amazing conversations behind the scenes and there is like so much good goodness in that, that would really help people in business, in leadership, in life. Um, you know, she's got kids and she, she talks about like business and navigating that with like kids and she just sold a business as well. So there's like going to be so much there and then just general life things. And we also just love to like have a laugh. Um, and the final piece is that I also want these episodes to be more free flow for me. And that was because when I was reflecting on the podcast over the last year, it's or last two years, I think. Yeah two years since I released shadow work. What the fuck? Yeah, it is. Wow. That is crazy. Um, but I've done a lot of structured episodes and you know, if you listen to them, it's like, I give an overview. I, you know, I show you the signs. I talk about what to do, all of those things. I riff on some of my stories throughout it, but it is quite structured. And the way that I sit down and plan those episodes was very structured. And that was great. Like, you know, it was so much fun. Just getting like really just clear, concise stuff out. But I also was like, ah, I feel like I don't just want to do like one topic anymore. I want to be able to bring in lots of things. And I've been listening to podcasts myself recently, and I've really just enjoyed people talking about their lives and their journeys and answering questions. And 
having a bit of fun as well. And so that's that's what I want to bring to this is more fun, more openness, more flow, um, more intuition, all of that. And just allow it to be a space for, for me to feel really settled and and having fun in more fun in and bringing in you guys and answering those questions and free flowing on that and free flowing with like my mates in the industry and some experts and like all of those things. And so I'm really excited. Um, and of course, like with the flow, there may be episodes where I'm like, I just want to bring, I just want to bring more structure to that. I just want to have like, okay, we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and we're going to do this. So that may also still come in, but it's just not going to be so rigid and structured because I'm not very good at that. I get annoyed by it. <laughs> I can do it in some things, but I definitely run a business for that freedom aspect and just not wanting to be chained down, you know, and being able to change things and, and all that. So they are the podcast announcements. The next thing I want to talk to you guys about is just some learnings from my, the end of last year. And a lot of you will know if you follow me on Instagram or if you're on my email list that I actually struggled a lot with my mental health and burnout at the end of last year. And so when I got off, like doing, got off doing the podcast, that's a weird English. Um, when I decided to stop doing the podcast and had some space and I wasn't running really any programs, I just had my one-on-one clients and I was enrolling for the certification and this year's Ignite retreat. And so I had a lot of space and it was sort of, you know, this is really well known in nervous system work and understanding healing and, and all of that. It was like, I finally just took my foot off the accelerator because the first half of last year, there was just, it wasn't that I was like constantly like working. I actually took a lot more holidays, but it was because I took so many fucking holidays that I kept having so much work to do in a shorter time period to be able to like take the time off during the holiday. <laughs> so it didn't really work. Uh, so I've learned from that and I will not be planning my year like that again. I will definitely put more space between my holidays rather than going basically every month, which is so fun that I got to do that. But also <laughs> it was stressful in the end. So it didn't really feel like a holiday. Um yeah. And so it felt like, you know, I had my foot in the pedal for a lot of the time. And even when I was taking those holidays, it would be like a week or, or two weeks and it wasn't enough. Like it just wasn't enough for me to feel really settled again. And so when I finally did take it off, it was sort of like, you know, all my cortisol ran out, which is like the stress hormone that kind of keeps us moving forward. And I just felt like I hit the wall and splattered amongst it and then slid onto the ground and then spent the rest of the year trying to peel myself off the floor with a spatula. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> but it was during this, you know, uh, it, it was really hard and I was actually doing a poetry course as, um, I just felt like doing something non-work related. Turns out, here's a fun learning. I actually don't like writing poetry. I just like to consume poetry. So I learned that through doing this writing course and it was lots of fun. So if you do want to, if you do like writing poetry and you want to know more about that, I'm just going to quickly plug the girl who I did it with because she was really amazing. And if you're into like more of the intuitive space and you like to like, you know, you want it to be about you, not this really structured uh, poetry, then I highly recommend. So her name is Bella B, B-E-A, um, on Instagram and it's called the Poetry's portal and she, it goes for like, I think six weeks and it's all online. So highly recommend Bella B. If you can't find it, just message me on Instagram and I'll shoot you her profile. I know she has a uh, poetry course starting quite soon and like maybe 
a week from now and today is January the 11th. So there you go. Anyway, so I was doing this poetry course and during it she asked, oh, uh, describe how you're feeling if you were a car. And we did like all of we were always describing how we're feeling using different things. So for example, one of the weeks was like, you know, describe how you're feeling if you were a piece of fruit. And it's not like, oh, I feel like an apple. <laughs> no, it's like, I am a strawberry who has been the last one in the packet and I've been forgotten about because I got shoved to the back of the fridge and now I've got that little puddle of like gooey liquid underneath me and I look like sad and a little bit decrepit and I've got like that little, you know, layer of fluff which is actually mold on me and no one wants to come near me and they're just going to put me in the bin. <laughs> so that's one way to describe it. Or it could be like, I am... You know, I'm the bright red strawberry and I have just been picked and I'm like, you know, you bite into me and it's like the sweetest, most delicious thing with like just a tiny bit of crunch as your teeth hit it. And you're just like, that's the best thing all week. And it makes you smile. And so there's, there's lots of different ways you can do this. It's a really fun activity. You could try this with like clients. If you have clients, you could try this with, I don't know, like friends, if you're looking for a more creative way to explain things. So describe yourself as a car. The first thing that came to me was I, a Porsche Cayenne. And I was like, Porsche Cayenne, that's weird. Cause at this stage I'm just like crying a lot. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm just feeling a lot of heavy emotions. I'm crying. I'm feeling like a bit fucked. Um, I'm feeling really unmotivated. I'm just like, I've got nothing left. And then I was like, Porsche Cayenne, that sounds a bit fancy. It sounds a bit good, nice. I'm not really feeling that. She was like, just trust it and go with it. So I went with it and I, I started to describe myself as Porsche Cayenne and I described it and I was like, oh, it makes so much sense. So the way I described it was I'm Porsche Cayenne. So I've achieved everything that I, I really wanted for a lot of like for the last kind of four or five years. And, and part of that, if you don't know, I got engaged. So that was really special. Uh, I got engaged September 9th and it was really beautiful. I will tell that story another time, but yeah, it was really beautiful. The ring is beautiful, of course, because I actually chose it because um, I'm hashtag control freak. <laughs> and I was like, I want to choose my ring. But yeah, he completely surprised me with when it was and how he was going to do it. And he got one of my really good friends involved as the photographer. And yeah, it was really, really nice. So anyway, so I have like, you know, I've got engaged, which is so exciting. I got the new car. I live in a beautiful house. Um, my business is doing really well. I've got all the things. So like the Porsche Cayenne to me, I've always wanted Porsche Cayenne cause I'm like that soccer mom car vibe. And I was like, that is like the features that I, I would want. Like everything that Porsche Cayenne has and the way it looks is what I would want. But I'm like this Porsche Cayenne at the moment, except for I've got no fuel and the spark plugs are fucked. And I'm like stalled on the side of the freeway and I'm waiting for like RACB or NRMA or whoever, um, car people revive you in whatever country you are to come and, come and help. And that I was like, that's exactly how I feel. Like I've got all of these amazing things, but I can't enjoy it cause I can't, I don't feel like I can move forward right now. And over a few weeks, this actually kind of, it got progressively worse and got to the point where I just didn't really want to get out of bed. I didn't want to talk to anyone. Um, I was like eating cause I know it's good for me, but I was like, I can't be bothered to even like cook myself food. I would just do the easiest, my basic things. Um, yeah, like I just, I kind of was just like, I, I just want to be wrapped up and left alone. And I was like, this is so odd, you know, for me, I don't tend to feel like that. 
um, you know, I always, I love like showing up in my business and I love helping people. And it got to the point where I was like, I want nothing to do with nothing. Just leave me here with my goddamn fantasy books. Yes. I'm into fantasy books. Now we can chat about it. Um, <laughs> I was like, leave me here with my fantasy books and no one talked to me. And it got to the point where I just couldn't really get any up and go. And I went away one weekend and as we were coming back, I had basically a panic attack in the car. And that was hard because I thought I shouldn't, I shouldn't be feeling like this. And, you know, I always say you can feel whatever it is, but it was just, it was a flag. I just flagged it and just thought this is not, this is not normal for me. I don't normally feel like this. And this is probably the worst I felt for quite a while. And it doesn't make sense to me of why I'm feeling like this. And so I decided that it wasn't my mental health naturally because I was doing things to look after myself. So even though it was really hard, it was like I would drag myself to the gym. I would, you know, get out and take the dogs for a walk. I would do the meditation. I would, whatever it was. Like I was trying to still do the basic self-care, but it felt so freaking hard. And it got to the point where it wasn't helping me thrive. Like it was just kind of getting me through. And I really believe that the no matter what happens in our life these tools they're still supportive and i know that in the past without these tools and if i was feeling that way i would have just fallen apart and started drinking and smoking and god knows what else to try escape it but i was like i'm sitting with that i am you know i'm i'm using my tools to move it through my body and do all those things but it really wasn't shifting and so I still decided, as I said, it wasn't my mental health. It must be my physical health uh, because how could someone with so many tools and done so much healing have a mental health thing? So I didn't really think about it. I was like, I just have low iron. And so I went and I decided to go to see a doctor and I had to fill out this form before I went. And it was asking me questions about like how I was feeling day to day, mental health stuff, whatever. I didn't really think anything of it. I just was honest and yeah, that was that. So I went in and told the doctor, I think I have low iron, so I'd like to get my blood done just to make sure everything's okay because this is how I've been feeling. And she started asking me all these questions and she was like, she was actually a really good doctor, probably the best GP I've ever seen. And she was really curious and it, I was just sitting there and I just started crying and describing my symptoms and, and things that I was experiencing. And it's not, as I said, like it's not that I'm scared to experience big uncomfortable emotions but it kind of got to the point where apart from the panic attack um i wasn't even just ex i wasn't experiencing like uncomfortable things so much it was just like apathy <laughs> like, that's where it got to it was like apathy leave me alone isolate don't want to do anything sort of vibe and yeah and so she said look that that test that thing that you filled out before you came here that asked you those questions was actually a like DAS does, which is a depression, anxiety, stress scale thing. And I was like, yeah. And she said, you actually scored, um, your score would classify you as someone who is clinically depressed. And I was like, what? Me? No. And I felt kind of confused because it's so funny. <laughs> as I think about it, I, I remember thinking, but I don't have suicidal thoughts. And 
it's not necessarily like when I reflect on that time, it's not that I had suicidal thoughts, but it was like escape fantasy. And just, it would be so much easier if I could just run away and not have to do anything and all of that. So it's like, I just wanted to get away. And even though I had gotten away, this is like two months into just taking a lot of space. It just feels like it wasn't getting better. And I said, look, I do a lot of self-care. I've done a lot of healing work. I do this work with other people, um, helping them like achieve goals in their life and, and feel better. And I don't have low self-esteem at all. Cause you know, those questions are like, do you ever feel like, not that you hate yourself, but something like that. And I was like, no, never. Like I, I really love myself. And that's why I continued to, to look after myself, even when I was in this state. And I don't want to like end my life or anything like that. I do just want to like run away though. <laughs> I just want to run away from it. And she said, you know, depression's not always like that. It, it's not always like the really suicidal, dark, pessimistic thing. Well, I was a little pessimistic actually. Um, but it's not like, you know, it's not always just beating yourself up and thinking I'm so fucked up. It can sometimes look present as that apathy and, and helplessness and, you know, sort of that things are really hard and you feel really exhausted and unmotivated. And I just thought, Oh, that sounds like me. Doesn't it <laughs> really sounds like me. <laughs> and she said, you know, I wouldn't normally recommend antidepressants to anyone um, who I've just met, but you're actually doing all of the things that I would recommend and that a psychologist would probably recommend too. And you're doing it consistently and it's not really helping, is it? And I wanted to burst into a million little tears. Actually, I think I was at this stage because it just it was a very humbling experience. I guess I can say that <laughs> very humbling. All of my imposter syndrome naturally came up. I questioned absolutely everything that I have ever done because I was like, how can I be in this position? <sighs> but I have learned so much from that experience. And I'm actually so grateful for it because it's given me a really beautiful new perspective on this work and support systems and things that we need and has shown me how I got into that position and what I want to change and what I need to change. And since then I have just locked in a lot of things. So she, let's just go back on the antidepressants. And I know in this industry, there is a lot of stigma around antidepressants, pharmaceutical industry. And I've got my stigma too. Like that shit came up for me because I'm like, you know, we should be able to heal it all through the body and blah, blah, blah. But the one belief I always have had is that if you need it to get to a baseline, so if you can't get to your baseline um, and you're really struggling, like just use whatever support is available to you. Don't suffer any longer because of stigma. And that doesn't mean that, you know, it's medicating yourself or anything that's right for you, but don't just leave all the cards on the table that's the biggest thing I want you to take away is leave all the cards on the table and explore what's going to support you as the person the most. And you will know in your body, you will know what's going to support you. There is no wrong or right. There's only wrong or right for you. And so for me, I wasn't sure I wanted to take medication. Um, I've been on it before about 12 years ago and I've done a lot of healing work since then. And I was like, I can get through this myself. But the next day, it was a really hard day. Um, I just, I kept crying and at this point and just felt so exhausted and like I just couldn't do anything and I couldn't function. And 
I was like, I have surrendered. I have taken time off. I have taken things off my schedule. I have meditated. I have gone for walks. I have gone to the gym. I have tried to eat as, you know, it's healthy food. I have not been working. I have been reading books. I've been trying to get out and socialize more. I've done everything, everything that I think would help. And it didn't. And I'm still here. So why not? Why not try something different just to get myself back to feeling like I can function? And so I decided, I decided to take them. And so much imposter syndrome again came up and I felt so much shame and embarrassment and guilt. And I was like, I'm never going to tell my audience this. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. I feel, I feel embarrassed. Shadow, shadow, shadow. Right. And it was a few days later where I actually, I had, I actually heard a few different friends of mine tell me of people they knew who had trigger warning, had taken their lives and they were young people, you know, in their twenties that, that didn't want to be here. And, you know, I don't, I don't have stigma against that. Um, each person has their own path. But I also think that because there is stigma around mental health, sometimes we we don't feel like we can get the help that we need because we can't talk about it or, or something like that. And I don't know their story, so I'm not I'm not going to comment on it any more than that. But the the biggest thing for me is just hearing that I was like, I just have to I have to be open. I have to be honest about this because it's not. It's not okay for me personally. And like I came back to my values and, you know, who I am. And I'm a very transparent person and I don't like to hide things from anyone because I like to be who I am on the screen, off the screen, on the podcast, off the podcast. Like I like congruency and all of that. And I knew hiding this wasn't wasn't actually right. And so as I moved through the shame and the guilt and the imposter and just kept coming back, kept coming back, who am I? Who do I want to be? Hearing those stories, yep, that puts me back in who I want to be. And I know the answer. I see the answer. The answer is clear. And if I wasn't afraid of speaking my truth, this is what I would say. And so for me, I decided that I was going to talk about it. And I got on that Instagram live and I, I spoke about it. And the beautiful thing was, was I had so many coaches and, and clients and people in personal development, especially reach out to me and say, thank you so much for saying that. Because I've been doing all this work and I feel like I'm still struggling and I've been resistant to get extra help because of the stigma around it. Or I feel like I should be further ahead than I am and all of those things. And those a lot of those people then went and got the help that's actually helping them move forward and feeling a lot better now. And so that's that's why I'm sharing this even here. And if you've heard it, that's okay. Um you may hear it different this time and I'm a lot more grounded because when I did the Instagram live, I just like sobbed, <laughs> sobbed through it. But I knew it was important just to just to speak it. And that helps for me in particular and a lot of the people I've worked with just speaking into our shame and what feels like I could never say that because I'll be rejected and abandoned and, you know, ostracized. When we speak that and we receive love and we hold ourselves in love, like that is the most healing thing a lot of the time. And I felt so supported by my community and by myself for acknowledging, hey, this is where I'm at and this is what I want to talk about. I'm just going to have a quick, quick sip of water. Okay. And so what I would love is, 
you to maybe take away what I got to take away or just hear this perspective around getting help and, and doing this work because the thing that landed for me is, you know, we have times when we're really up and that's that summer season of life that's really beautiful and then we have our winters and at different times of our lives we require different amounts of support and there is no support that's wrong or right, as I said, but if we refuse to acknowledge, hey, this is where I'm at and meet ourselves where, where we're at, because the thing that often stops us from getting help is thinking that we should be somewhere that we're not. And then we shame ourselves for not being there and then we kind of make the problem worse. And so the biggest thing for me that I learned was just acknowledging where I'm at and and making that decision of, okay, this is this is what I feel is going to help me the most right now. And it's not a long-term solution. It's something that, you know, I will do for six months and get extra, like getting psychologist. And I've been leaning on more of my friends and, and bringing them more into my world. Cause I am someone, when I looked at the things that led to that, I am someone who holds a lot. I hold a lot for my clients. I hold a lot for myself. I tend to just, I just carry it and I don't always allow myself to be fully, fully supported by those around me. And I'm not fully honest of how I'm feeling sometimes. And it's not that I, you know, if they asked or anything like that, it's just kind of this, oh, I don't want to be a burden sort of thing that was coming up. And I had to work through that and be like, you're not a burden. You know, I know how to hold and carry myself, but I also really desire support and love from other people and then meeting me where I, where I am right now, rather than pretending that it's something else. And so I've really just, I lent into that and I, you know, I called friends who I knew, I asked, you know, do you have capacity? Do you have space? I'd love just to tell you what's been going on for me and just be really honest. And they, you know, they said, yes, of course. And they've held me in that and no one has given me shame or made me feel wrong for my decisions or anything. And that's such a great gift. And I think that is such a reflection of a, the friends that I have created because I, I don't shame people for their decisions. And even when I've had clients choose, you know, to go on medication and to have that support or whatever it is that they need, I've never shamed them. And I don't feel that for them. And I feel like the more compassion and love and all of those things that we hold for ourselves and we hold for others, then we, we create those relationships and we don't have to be so afraid, even though sometimes it takes a while for us to fully catch up to how incredible the people around us are. And, and they change, right? When we do this work, they change. And so this brings me to the, the point on the work works. Okay. The work works and it, but it's not about fixing. So when I say the work works is let's flash back to all those years ago when I was feeling like this and I would, I would lean on drugs and alcohol and other coping mechanisms that would actually lead me to feeling worse. It would lower my confidence. It would lower my self-esteem. It would lower what I, what I thought I was capable of. Whereas over the years using this work and doing the healing work that's allowed me to move forward in how I feel about myself and what I believe that I can have and desire and need and all of those things everything's changed so much yeah like my relationships as i said so different so safe so beautiful back then i would be in relationship with people who treat me so shit and i would allow them because i thought that's what i deserve because i i feel bad therefore i must be bad right and how i how i cope with things is well use these tools, lean on these tools. And also 
you can ask for other help. Yeah, I never did that. Never saw a doctor or a psychologist or anything back then. I was just like, whatever, just drink it, get rid of it. Um, my money, my finances, my business, like all of these things I've created through doing this work. However, we're still human and we're still going to go through these seasons. And so it's not that I fucked up. It's not that I didn't do enough or I wasn't good enough or anything like that's That's what needed to fucking be shaken up within me. That's what really died during this period was that I didn't do anything wrong. I did everything right. And me asking for more help was still doing everything right and for what I needed. And that's now allowed me to move forward and make new decisions and and create beautiful things in my life. And so this year I also took like, yeah, over Christmas and New Year's, I just really, I really just took time off completely from clients and, and all of those things to just be, be with family, um, to be with myself, to just not, yeah, just not have to think about anything for that period. And it just really gave me a good reset. And so coming back into this year, I wasn't quite sure, like things hadn't quite landed, but they've really landed now. And I'm making quite a few changes, you know, to the podcast that I've talked about. And this is coming back, which is so exciting. But other things I'm changing are actually my business structure. And so for those of you who don't know, I this year, um, a really big focus of mine is actually getting pregnant. And that feels so exciting and so weird and so crazy. And I will do a podcast on my journey to wanting to have kids because I actually didn't want kids for most of my 20s. And it was two years ago. Um, or almost three years ago that it was revealed during a mushroom journey that I had like a healing mushroom journey of why that was. And that was so interesting to me and it really shifted a lot. And so this year and towards the end of, um, not towards the end, like last year, we started talking about it sort of around August. Uh, we discussed, okay, you know, is this something we want to do? And the answer was, yes, we do. And so we want to we want to get pregnant. Um, we've been trying and turns out you can't get pregnant that fast. Some of us. So <laughs> we're just trusting that journey. And yeah, that's a whole thing. I actually I'll do an episode on that because it's it's a whole thing. Um, and I also want to buy a house and just become this whole new identity, this whole new version of me. And when I've been feeling into that and looking into that, I was like, things do need to change in my business. And you know, the way that things have been running have been amazing. And I've worked with so many clients one-on-one over the last few years. And I've, I've loved that, but coming into wanting to have a baby and something that's so important to me is, is to be present and to be home with my kids, but I still want to be independent and make my own money and, and do all of those things. So I've been thinking, how do I do that? And for me, that looks like having no one-on-ones. So in the next kind of like six to 12 months, I'll be completely phasing out one-on-one. So I have some long-term one-on-ones who will be staying on um, for this for this period. I have opened up two new spots for the next six months. So if someone is like, oh my God, I've, I wanted to work with you one-on-one and now I'm not going to have the opportunity if I wait. So I was like, I wanted to open up two final spots to work with me one-on-one and one of those was already taken. So if you want to jump in and talk to me about working one-on-one before I take it off my business schedule for the foreseeable future, might not be forever. I don't know. But right now, like it just feels good to kind of clear things that take up a lot of my time and, and focus on things that are going to allow me to impact 
more people at a bigger scale, but also with less time. And so that's me focusing on my certification. So the certification is now 12 months of support, but you can graduate a lot faster. But just because you graduated doesn't mean you don't get support. And so you can move through the self-paced modules on that. And then you do the immersion with me. And then after that, you still can drop into the monthly calls. So that will still be there. Um, I'll be doing more group stuff, collaborative things, and some self-paced courses around shadow work, around relationships, around these things that you could just, you can use and that are still going to be so, so valuable to you. And that feels really exciting to start to move in this direction as I set myself up for, for motherhood, right? And this is again, like, you know, full circle. This is why we have businesses is that they actually get to be shaped to how we want them to be. And I never thought I would not have one-on-one clients, um, But I just, yeah, just, that's just what feels good. I feel like I can just hit, you know, the work that I do is, is while everyone, you know, has their own pieces and that's why the Q and A will also be open on here because I can, I can, you know, a lot of my clients just ask me questions and we obviously move through things and deep dive things, um, using the processes, but it's like, I can help answer questions here. If you want to do the deep work, you can you can join me for the certification. You can join me for the retreat, which is the other thing that's shifting actually. So I have one retreat running this year and that will be it until next year. So if you are wanting to do like a really beautiful deep dive and you want to do that face to face, this will be your last opportunity. And so that will run from February 29th to March the 3rd on the Sunshine Coast. We have this incredible new um, place that we're going to stay. It has like a sauna and it's got like this beautiful like lagoon pool with palm trees all around it. It's got like the space is huge. It's got this beautiful like yoga space that we're going to be able to do all of the practices and workshops in. Um, And obviously the work is going to be incredible. So there is only, I think, seven spots left now. And so if you are wanting to to journey, then this will be your last opportunity to do that as well. But everything else, there will still be things coming out. So you can still work with me. It just won't be in a one-to-one capacity. I've also recorded a masterclass um, called Good Girl Gone Bad. And so you're going to be able to access this masterclass. I'm going to drop the link in the show notes as well. And that's going to go through all like the good girl archetype and how we play that and how it's harming us and how we can start to break through it. So you can do this in your own time. Um, And then I also have a free experience that's coming up on January 21st. And this is a healing experience. It's online. I'll be going through understanding you know, how the past is affecting you now and in through things like self-sabotage patterns, through triggers, through all of that, we're really going to dig into that so you understand yourself and can can have more compassion. Because for me, understanding goes very much hand in hand with compassion. <laughs> if I understand why I do something, I, I feel okay about it. And if I understand that everyone else basically does that too, then I even feel better because I feel like I'm not alone. And so this is what this experience is about. Understanding yourself, understanding it's not just you, you're not broken, but how do we heal it? And so there will be teaching and then there will be a guided experience for you guys. So this is free. There will not be a recording. So if you want to join that, I will also chuck the link in the show notes. That is called Unbound. So it's heal the past, unlock your potential, Unbound. Um, So you can register all your information there and get that for free. And yeah, like that's this podcast has gone on for like 40, 40 minutes now, uh, a lot longer than I actually thought it would go. But I hope that you you've just 
gotten something from this that you can take something that I have said that I have shared um, that feels good for you and and maybe that is oh I need to acknowledge where I'm at right now and and look at all the cards that are on the support table of what haven't I tried what haven't I done yet what haven't I used if there's like stigma or something around it then that's okay but it's noticing where that stigma is and why it's there and going, if I didn't give a fuck about what anyone else said or anything like that, like what would I do? What do I actually need? And and follow that and trust that that's going to take you to the next door and the next door and the next door. But staying stuck, shaming ourselves, not doing things because we're scared of what other people think, like that always leads us to feeling worse. And so let's not play that game this year. It's 2024. This is all about... Well, every year is really about up-leveling growth, isn't it? <laughs> that's that's what my bloody life coaches talk about. But for me, this year is like about a new identity and who I want to be in this world and and bringing more of, of me and allowing me just to be in the magic of me and then letting me be the, the vehicle for this work and for helping and impacting more people and we get to have that. We get to know who we are and have the support that we need in whatever way that takes. So I'm so excited to be back. I love you all so much. Thank you so, so much for listening. And you can ask the questions. You can get advice. Um, you can join the free experience Unbound. You can get the free masterclass. Good girl, gone bad. There is, there's so much there, guys. Like if you associate with like the people pleaser, um, yeah, like people pleasing things, putting everyone else first, putting yourself last, feeling like you've got to be a really high achiever, perfectionist, like that's this good girl archetype that I'll be talking about in that. And yeah, there's tools, there's yeah, there's so much in it. When I was recording it the other day, I was like, this is good shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, like get get on it. Um, but yeah. All right, I'll talk to you guys all on the next episode. Bye.